welcome to Stand and Deliver, a JoJo podcast. This week, we discuss episodes 29 through 32 of part 6, Stone Ocean. Are you excited for Metroid Prime? Uh, Prime Remastered, you mean? Uh, whenever Poochie freaks out in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, he counts Metroid Primes, uh, but it doesn't work out for him because there's only three. <sighs> Take two. <laughs> Starting out, clack. Alright, here we go. <laughs> Next joke. Try again. No, are you, are you excited for Metroid Prime? Yeah, are you I going guess. to pick that up? Forty dollars this remake. <laughs> uh, well, Are you excited I'd... to pay almost as much as you would have paid to play Metroid Prime back when it came out? Again. Uh, well, my plan is to just game fly it whenever the fiscal version is out. But then I found I have twenty five dollars in points to use at GameStop. You can only mm. use that on in stock purchases. So I might just show up there after that's out and see if I can use those, because otherwise, what else am I going to use it on? Put it into your system and the guy at the register just starts furiously punching buttons, freaking out. Oh no, your social security is it's uploading to the internet. I'm so sorry, sir, I don't know what's going on. What are you talking about? The whole, like, security leak thing yeah. that they had recently. With yeah, the... some, some people apparently got, like, got all their points used during that, which was what made me check and see how many I had. They can use mine up. Every time I try to use them on anything, their site freaks out and I can't I use it anyway. So if they can, first of all, good luck. Second of all, take it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I was going to see if I can do it in store and have them, like, do it from yeah. their thing. So yeah, then it's then their I problem. To, then I get to, when I do that, I go in and I either get somebody who it's like their first day and the manager has just decided to leave them alone. And so mm -hmm. they don't know what's happening or what's going on. Or I just get someone who tells me no. Well, you also seem to have issues redeeming your free money, which has never once been an issue for me. Last time I went in, there were completely new people there. I think they were <laughs> married or something. I don't know. Oh, it seems like they might have been. Eh. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, the last two times, I... I had to get on with customer service and get them to sort it out, and both times... Well, the first time, they didn't get it figured out so i had to call them back a second time and then they finally did but i had like that one instance where i went in there to redeem points that could only be redeemed in the store and the guy was like i i uh, uh i don't think you could use it on any product that's like more expensive than five dollars which yeah, doesn't seem right to me <laughs> <laughs> but he was the only guy there so i was like well i guess i'm going home because there's not going to be anyone here who's going to say any different See, uh, it, it's just time, weird to me because I've never had an issue with it and From what I can tell it just automatically pops up when you check out Because yeah. I don't say anything about it And then they'll just be like, do you want to use your $5 reward? I'm like, yeah, give me this $10 PSN card for $5 yeah. 
would not let me do it. The the other time when I finally got the points figured out, I ordered the Cowabunga collection, and then the order got canceled on me an hour later. And I called in and I asked them, like, hey, what happened? They're like, we don't have that game. I was like, well, it said you had the game in stock. And it turns out the problem was the person who canceled it thought Ninja Turtles didn't exist. They did not know what Ninja Turtles was. They looked at that name <laughs> and thought, that's not a real video game. There's and so no, they canceled there's no the way order. anybody would have a game about both ninjas and turtles come on <laughs> no, get real impossible. i had to go in there and explain to them what a ninja turtle was and then someone overheard <laughs> like another employee overheard was like oh wait a minute let me see if we have that open up the first drawer right away oh here's a ninja turtle for you because so we got it sorted out in the end i got my ninja turtles yeah i got my ninja turtles by the end of the day but still trying to explain to like someone who's 22 what the fuck ninja turtles is oh they uh, i gotta know. Oh, I gotta walk you back. Okay, there's this comic called Daredevil. See, that's not young enough. I mean, if they were 16, then maybe, yeah, I can get that. But 22, you should know. Maybe. I'd, I have this problem now where if someone is between the ages of like 16 and 22, I just cannot tell. They all just look Uh-oh. the same level of young to me. They'll get you in trouble. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm not Dio. Oh. So I'm not fucking around. I'm I'm neither Dio nor Leonardo DiCaprio, so I don't fuck around in the <laughs> upper teenage age bracket. All right. Well, that was a nice five minutes of complaining about GameStop. Uh, this week's episode. <laughs> they suck. I hope they go out of business. Yeah, I kind of do too. Really. They're terrible. It's, it's really genuinely just, awful. It's kind of strange that they're like the only video game retailer. Because they. Because they were successful for a while, and they bought up all the other ones, and now there's yeah. nothing left. Yeah. Oh, it's all fucked. Anyway, we wish them the best. Uh, no. <laughs> sending good <laughs> vibes to GameStop. Absolutely uh, not. Long hope they have a long future ahead of them. I'm sorry, I just got a little bit distracted because I opened up Netflix and it had that like embedded uh, preview thing and it was for Minions Rise of Gru and I forgot what we were doing. I need to watch Forged in Fire. I should. Yeah. Get to a good uh, show. Learn how to keel. Another world. There's life underground. Another world. We're, this is part two. There's life of... underground. I, uh, I Yes, I understand. <laughs> There's life underground. <laughs> what are you doing? Are you having a stroke? And we're the, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. We're picking up on part two of a two part episode. Uh, we kind of left off on not a labeled as such. Week. No, absolutely not. Even though the this season has been pretty good about indicating that up until now. Yeah, mostly. Uh, but we start with uh, Anasui and Weather Report. They're standing real close to each other. Yeah, you know. I'm into it. They're just uh, yeah, having a nice uh, nice little embrace. Yeah, uh, they're outside of the hospital, so everybody is uh, about to link up here. Or are they? Maybe. The answer is no, they don't, uh, for another <laughs> well, couple of episodes. <laughs> they do eventually for a little bit. Yeah. But where we last left off is Jolene and Ermes are stuck inside of this plane, and the plane is fated to crash. And so they only have so much time left until they're incinerated with the rest of the passengers. The way that Netherworld works, it pulls up memories from the ground, and it repeats them exactly as they occurred. So if they are stuck in the middle of a disaster, they will die in the disaster just like everybody else did. 
That's kind of strange for this to happen, by the way. I don't think we mentioned, like, right after Bohemian Rhapsody, which is sort of a similar thing. With, like, that's mm -hmm. how the story went, so that's how it goes now. And just kind of doing that again here. Baraki was interested in very specific things during this yeah. season of Jojo's yeah. Bizarre Adventure. Um, but Jolene's solution to this is to jump out of the fucking plane? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> so screw this, let's just jump. Uh, it does not work out because instead she gets stuck inside of like an F-16. It's a MiG. Oh, a MiG, that's right. Oh, no, no, he says they got hit by a MiG, so yeah, it's like an F-16. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, because the F-16 has been hit, the F-16 is also going to crash. Uh, so she has basically just jumped from one plane to another plane. <laughs> yeah, and she's freaking out, <laughs> looking for the uh, eject switch or something, and asks him, like, there has to be a way to eject from this, and he's like... Uh, well, no, I didn't eject, so now you can't. Sorry, <laughs> sucker. <laughs> Whoops! Um, I Hermes crashed into is... the ground like a loser. So now that's going to happen <laughs> to you too. I only like F sixteen pilots that aren't captured. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's some cops examining the hole they've arrived because of the gunshots. Um, and Hermes is still stuck inside of the plane. Uh, but Jolene manages to grab one of the walkie-talkies from the cops and is able to use it to somehow dial to <laughs> Imperio's cell phone. They, and they, they try to explain like, this, but... Yeah, there's a little bit from Versus who says something like the frequencies of it can be altered to dial to cell phones. Eh. I... Jolene I knows how maybe... to phone freak with a walkie-talkie. I was going to say, I wonder if that is like a thing that you could have actually done like a couple decades ago with cell phone frequencies i have no idea i don't know you would have to be really close I, I mean he is like right outside of the hospital so i wonder if like relatively it's close enough i don't know because he's running to them and he's still like not at the hospital later on i'm, I'm also overthinking this it is jojo's bizarre adventure it doesn't matter the facts are made up and the points don't matter <laughs> yeah, of course stand um, from a hat hey I have a question for you, Larry. Yeah, what? Do you think that uh, Hirohiko Araki is a fan of the movie Holes, starring <laughs> Shia LaBeouf? I, well, at this point, he was probably a fan of the book Holes. Oh, that's so I don't fair. think the movie had been yeah. out yet. But yes, it's well, possible. I, I know he's a film connoisseur, which is why I went to that immediately. He, of course, is a huge fan of Paul, so I know he likes the cinema. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all of Donatello's versus backstory is the same backstory as Shia LaBeouf's character in Holes. <laughs> to the letter. It's, it, he's walking along, a pair of shoes falls on his head that belonged to a celebrity, and I think they were donated as part of a charity thing. Wait, is that true? In, in Holes? Yeah, that's in Holes? Yeah. Oh. I, thought you, I thought you read or saw Holes. I, yes, I read Holes <laughs> It's like okay. 12 it's i don't like the remember whole thing. Them. i remember them like digging holes in the desert yeah, and, and, that's and, kind he, of it. and he gets sent there because of the same scenario where a pair of celebrity shoes falls on him and it okay. was like donated to charity and someone stole them and like i can't remember if they like toss them and that's why it hits them or if it's like in jojo's where they stash them someplace and it falls out and hits them that's but either, really funny either way he is arrested for theft of the celebrity shoes that's okay. the whole motive. <laughs> that's the whole thing that put Shia LaBeouf in the whole prison. That's really good. I never saw the movie, by the way. 
Okay, I I never saw the movie. I, I read the book when maybe, I was a kid. Maybe they showed it in school at some point when, like, after we'd read the book. I don't know. There's a good bit here though where uh, Donatello t- trips into a hole in the whole prison, and then a guy that we're what told was the point? Is... they were looking for treasure or something, right? Like it was just like they were yeah. ma- manipulating the kids into finding it. Yes, so it's like a multi-generational story There's like, much like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Oh It tells the story from the perspective of three different generations of the main character's family and Stanley Yelnats? I think that's his name, yeah I know it's Stanley, I can never remember his last well, name Well, it's, ba- it's the first name backwards Beautiful story, right? No, it's uh yeah, they're they're digging for treasure. I think there's something about a witch involved and a curse that's gone around. I remember kids just eating oh, yeah. onions in the story that apparently like there's an onion patch and the onions are so good you can just eat them raw like an apple. That always stuck with me for some reason. Was it that or like they just didn't have any other food and so they were just eating onions cuz that's what was there. I know they were forced to at one point because Stanley and one of the other main characters basically bust out and they kind of get lost in the wilderness and they're starving but they find one of the patches of onions remember that okay i remember a lot of weirdly specific things about holes despite having only read it once when i was a literal child i guess so uh meanwhile i've completely read... forgotten how to do my taxes which is something <laughs> i do every single year did you ever read maniac mcgee because that like occupies the same sort of space in my brain as holes no, and for a split second I thought you were going to say Maniac Matching And I was going to be like, that's a book? <laughs> Man, I wish I need to read that I must put it on my preferred reading list <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows what you're referencing there I, That's I'm why I dropped it in Because now you're going to have to put it in Nope, absolutely not I, I used that <laughs> remix look, like, way back it. in the day, I'm sure Open up a new tab in Netscape Navigator, go over to youtube.com and search for Romstein Neverending Story, and then you will know what George is talking about. Yo, Balthazar! You gotta put in the work, but I guarantee you it is maybe worth it. Maybe. Possibly. Um, But yeah, there's this bit here where I need to go back a second, because now that I've talked about holes for 19 minutes, I have lost my place in the (laughs) Netflix tab um he falls and like cuts his hand on a knife that somebody was hiding in the grass for some reason yeah also the guy who was hiding the knife versus mentions was like three years older than him and he looks in his 50s (laughs) yes he looks horrific he is this overweight guy who is balding in a grotesque way hey now has a hair on his chin so he's got facial hair and yeah he looks much older than what the anime would like you to be i mean they're in a juvenile detention facility too like versus at that point's like i don't know 13 or something yeah if you just like showed me a picture of this guy i would assume it was like one of the dudes who was running the prison not yeah a 16 year old boy this (laughs) is what i mean when you hit the age of 16 between that and 20 i just don't know I, I would take a look at this guy on the street and I would think, oh, that guy could be like 17 years old. He could be 20. I, I Who's to say? Uh, but, well, okay. 
because he has injured his hand, it is now like getting infected and <laughs> there's worms and shit coming I, out of it. Okay, here's the thing. Do you think he's telling the truth here? Because I think he was just making like a lot of this up. Maybe versus no. red holes. And so he just comes up with this backstory. I, okay, I thought you meant the bit about worms coming out specifically, not the yes. whole thing. Um, well, that, no, that's isn't, part isn't of it. he just telling it to the audience? I don't, th- I don't think he's actually reciting it to anybody, isn't he? thought he was telling poochie yeah maybe he is um i would just assume it's genuine because this to me reads a hundred percent like Iraqi saw something and decided to put it in his comic book. where do you think he got the handworm from i thought that the handworm is part of his stand manifesting i just don't know why it would come out of his flesh is the thing where if that's just a fun like one of those things with stand powers for like Rocky uses it in a particular way once and then never again maybe but i don't know because then he says that he pees on a wall and it opens up and then he sees like a lady's skull in it so right, if, yeah. if any part of him touches something then it can excavate memories a wall ain't dirt no but it all comes out of the ground is what he keeps I saying. Mean, I mean, they find bodies, you know, in, in walls of buildings. Look at Sicario. Huh? Wow. Huh? Okay, now I'm following. Hey, uh, I got a question for I you. Know. Also, we... I guess he was kind of just like doing an inner monologue here. Yeah, so I think that the whole thing is just legitimately what his past is. He <laughs> just, happens to be Stanley from Holes. Just, they they have to change the names to avoid copyright, but uh, completely plagiarizing an entire plot is fine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like, beat for beat, too. It's not even... Oh, there's a little bit of this that's kind of like Holes. It's just straight-up Holes. Um, there's some differences between the dub and the sub as well as the translations respectively and we've kind of talked about this before and i know it's something that you mentioned to me in private you kind of wanted to get into but i have a question for you that makes it relevant right now Uh how what kind of language is donatello using when he dresses down poochie because in the dub he's just like oh you shit fuck bastard dumbass (laughs) Fuck you, shut up, bitch. No, and I, then I, I think he just says something like, hey, quiet, I'm working here, or something like that. Okay, then it's totally different. Because, like, he gets really vitriolic towards Poochie, and he's just dropping expletives constantly. And it's great. Hate it. <laughs> I love it so yeah, you, much. You'll love that, like, Reddit Deadpool humor. <laughs> That's not Deadpool humor it's to say the bacon, word fuck. South Park. This just words. It doesn't even mean anything. <laughs> It's, it's exact, that's exactly about? what you love It's your favorite thing You're just like oh Yeah I want all of my characters in anime To sound like Ricky from the trailer park boys <laughs> Well that's actually 100% uh, that, true That would be okay <laughs> That's spot on um, No yeah he he's just saying stuff like Fuck you priest shut the fuck up And like I'm 100% yeah. into it Larry uh, doesn't like it I don't Why not Well two reasons One is uh that it's all of a sudden like if it had been like this from the beginning then it maybe would not be as bad yelling shit constantly in part three Eh, sometimes but again like that's also not as extreme 
Like that's I don't right. know. We swore a bunch when we saw Shigechi. I don't know if that counts as part four. <laughs> well, that's like that's an impulsive reaction to seeing Shigechi. <laughs> you can't really do anything about that. I wouldn't blame anybody in the show if they start screaming expletives every time they saw Shigechi. Like that should just be oh shit, just like that's like yeah. celery man. You know, that's old it's like, internet stuff where you end up stumbling upon lemon party and beheading videos, and then you see Shigechi <laughs> and you have like the same reaction. Yeah, you open up ogrish.com and Shigechi's there. <laughs> it's yeah. just a picture of Jenkin Boy staring back at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's that, and then also that it's mistranslating annoys me. Oh, who gives a shit? <laughs> Are you one of those guys who's just like, it has to be a literal line-for-line translation, even though that's not how localization works? Don't you know that the localization process is you put more swears in the <laughs> most amount that you possibly can? <laughs> that's not what localization is. I know all about this. I had to research Ted Woolsey recently. <laughs> oh, see, that? that's an example <laughs> Ted Woolsey might have done the subtitles or the dub for uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure because a lot of it seems on his level. Uh, it's not nearly racist enough. Uh, you say so. I I do. Um, anyway, no. The breaking point was here when Irma says Nani and it's subtitled as fuck, which is like, come on. You can hear her saying Nani. Alright. Sounds like a personal problem. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I will say that's the only one out of this batch of episodes. I think so. They are okay. they're going easier on it in subtitles at least. There's a point later with the snails where uh, the yari yari daze from Jolene is translated in the dub to "good fucking grief" instead of just "good grief." I've at um, least read that before in like scanlations. Sure, so. that, that was something that I brought up when we were doing part three, where eventually yeah. the subtitles I was using moved to a group that was starting to do the swearing stuff, and yeah. it was specifically that Jotaro's Yari Yari Daze became good fucking grief, like, mm -hmm. all the time. Um, so I've been conditioned into liking it, I guess, The thing maybe? is, that also, I have less of a problem with, again, because it's near the beginning, also Jotaro's a punk, and also, like, that's his catchphrase. And so if all kept of her these being characters that, right. are criminals And <laughs> you're like oh, well, it's not in, It is not in character For these people who were imprisoned to swear I just, <laughs> My immersion My precious immersion You're over here covering your ears and screaming Every time you hear the fuck word <laughs> Well yeah that's true <laughs> No I, I just think it's annoying And it seems like trying to be edgy I think you complaining about this is annoying <laughs> you brought it up It did That's fair, I did bring it up um, Donatello is Nervously scratching at a bunch of rocks uh, Which has a very similar effect On me personally as nails against a chalkboard Just Why? Any, I, I'm unnerved by like Anything that goes on with fingernails In particular Like nails getting ripped up off the nail bed Or like yeah. scratching against like coarse surfaces Or getting mm. scratched or dented I, I can't I can't do it I get like um, getting them ripped off But this Okay Sure But he ends up excavating I think you're annoying You think <laughs> Being unnerved by that Come on Fuck you you dumb bitch Goddamn. <laughs> get real <laughs> He has Excavates Poochie um, Which 
threw me off for a moment where it poochie's head pops out of here and i'm just like oh my god what's poochie doing there, there there's also, standing right over here what's going a, on yeah there's a weird thing here that happens a couple of times until i realized what was happening is every time he excavates stuff I, it's doing a perspective thing where it's way closer to the camera than everything else so it looks like life size and then yeah. later you find out they're actually tiny like little holes and so yeah that was um, funny but because he has excavated Poochie, he finds out about the stand disc for weather that Poochie has on him, and he decides to swipe it for leverage. Swipe uh, or no swiping? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's a criminal. They're all criminals. He's stealing all the time. Uh, but Jolene finally gets through to Emporio, and there's a real good bit where Emporio's just like, wait, hold on a second, let me pull out my computer and look this up. Uh, and I totally <laughs> forgot the way his stand worked, so I was just like staring at the screen laughing when he's typing on a computer in the middle of the, of the sidewalk. Yeah. And I was about to tell you, like, Araki's fucking lost it, dude, and like, since you a screen cap of this, and then like, you forgot computers <laughs> need to be plugged in connected to the internet yeah yeah uh, well also that the screen broke in one of the previous episodes and then i True. remember like oh right the way that his whole stand power works doesn't matter he can pull the computer out anywhere yeah uh his, his entire he specifically calls it um a ghost computer so yeah uh, but he finds out information about the plane to try to figure out a way for them to kind of get around this whole problem of whatever is going to happen is going to happen no matter what and he finds out that there's two seats in the very back of the plane that if they sit in miraculously the people in those seats survive the crash yep. so they should too um so jolene gets back inside the plane and netherworld is chasing them trying to cut them off but they manage to get over to the seats and they just take the people who are in there who are going to survive and fucking throw them <laughs> yes Hermes <laughs> is just like get out of here you're not real shut up <laughs> I forgot that she says that yeah she says something like you're just recording effects yeah uh de denies their existence so it seems that everything's right. gonna she is not wrong uh seems everything's gonna be fine until all of a sudden horribly sick children start dropping <laughs> from the sky uh-huh a kid who each, looks like bart simpson each one wounded in a way more hilarious than the last <laughs> Yeah, the first girl's just sort of like sickly, has like eye bandage and like a spot on her head or something. Then you get yeah, Bart look. Simpson with missing legs. Oh, he's my favorite. Like the the first one of just like, oh, this girl's got like some weird skin growths and everything. I was already like, okay, I see what he's trying to do, and they're not going to want to just toss her out of the seat. And then it's a kid missing both of his legs. <laughs> yeah. And it was like plastic, like lower legs attached so he can move around. Mm -hmm. He's even more pathetic than the first one. And I thought, that's great. That's really good writing. And they're all doing the thing. It's great because they're not even under the control of the enemy stand or anything. They're just naturally going like, I'll, I'll move, but I'm very slow sometimes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sick, but I'll get out of your seat. <coughs> 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 A little blood comes up yeah oh sorry i bleed a lot sometimes i didn't mean to <laughs> it's just on account of my cancer yeah <laughs> so obviously they can't i think there's like a third kid that drops in too there is 
uh, which is great because... What I thought was going to happen here would be uh, Hermes would just immediately grab them and throw them out of the way because she would just assume they were also conjured. That is what I would have done because my first impression was also like, oh, I turned around and a conjured up kid like climbed into the seat and so yes. I'm gonna tell this child with no legs that he doesn't exist and then <laughs> toss oh, yeah, the, him across the aisle. The third kid looks kinda of normal, actually. Mm. Again just it's like a bald kid. Oh well there you go, that's his problem. <laughs> Curly from the three stooges. Alopecia is a medical condition. That is why he was in the emergency room. Well looks shaved, I mean, not like completely oh, well, bald. Then probably has a you know head cancer or whatever head cancer yeah you know it's inside your head <laughs> there's this good bit where poochie is admonishing donatello and he's just like you know you didn't need to toss three kids in there so like one of those kids definitely died how could you live with yourself <laughs> yeah. what are you doing <laughs> Uh, which is completely glossing over the fact that this guy was, like, I guess, dating uh, Dio. Yeah, what about it? Dio, I'm going to make you eat your own baby Brando. Yeah, what about it? It's fine. <laughs> Dio, it's fine. I'm going to fuse people together into, like, weird dog creatures. Uh, you're thinking of Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, you know, maybe you're right. Dio would probably be way into that, though. Yeah, probably. I think that he would just find that guy to be a real cool dude. Uh, Donatello, thankfully, has not murdered any children because Jolene and Hermes have found a way to get out of this, which is... (laughs) Complete garbage. Absurd. Yeah. Uh, They take the two people who survived, uh, they use Kiss to hide inside one of their bodies... (laughs) Are did did Araki forget what Kiss is? Like, did he think Kiss was Diver Down? I think so, because there's no possible way Hermes could fit herself and three whole kids inside one person's body. No, no, uh, the kids are inside one. No, okay. Oh no, she had two. She had two kids. She had two kids in the seat. Yeah, one was inside the guy because the survivors would survive no matter what, so they didn't have to be in the chair. She still Uh, wouldn't be able to fit herself and a kid in there, though. No, the the kid is in one guy, and then Hermes was in the lady. And then Jolene had unraveled herself into string enough to go inside Hermes. Who was also inside the lady. That much string, though, wouldn't that equate to her entire body? Yeah! A nesting You're right, doll. You're right, Nesting doll, sickly kids, and stand users. Well, yeah, there aren't any sickly kids in there, but... Yes. Look, point is, everybody survived. Uh, and now yeah. they've got Donatello strung up. And uh, Don tells, like, hey, check this out. I got Weather Report stand disc. I'm going to throw it out of here like a frisbee. You're all fucked. When you meet Weather next, he will not be your ally. Spoiler for these uh, upcoming episodes. Yes, he would. Yeah. Like, again, I think this is a case where the end of this is really interesting because it's like, oh, this hasn't happened before where, like, an ally sort of turns into enemy slash antihero. Kind of, yeah. And, and that, that 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 doesn't really last. 
No, that concept is dropped by the next episode. Yeah. Because uh, when Weather Report gets a stand disc put back into him, he is immediately belligerent and violent well, towards everyone desk. around him. Oh, yeah, memory desk, I'm sorry. Yeah. But he's like immediately violent towards everybody around him, and he thinks it's really awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like he is throwing sick people and. He fills one guy doctors. full of water and is like, yeah, sit on this guy. Instead of the bench, I don't know. Does that make sense? Not really, but I think it's funny. <laughs> if you don't get out of my face, I'll fucking kill you. Guess what? I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. I'm Weather Report. I love doing murder. Hooray. <laughs> and then, like, the very next episode he's in, he's just regular Weather Report. Yeah. Like, he's just kind of mellowed back out. Um, I don't know what's up with that. I... Maybe another case of Iraqi wanted to go in one direction and then immediately veered back into another, but... I think it, that's it. It is, in fact, bizarre. And he's cranking these chapters out weekly. What do you expect? No, not anymore. No. That's probably the best, actually. Oh, no. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, he, no, he's I... alive? I meant that the last few parts that he's done, it's taken him a very long time to oh. finish them because I don't think he's doing weekly chapters anymore. Oh, like the, way you, the he... way you said it, I thought he had uh, been hit by a bus. Just like Final Destination. Exactly. It all comes back to Final Destination. Um, no, uh, Poochie's mad as fuck about this. Uh, he does not think that it is cool or fun that Weather Report got his memory disc back. Um. I thought that I understand that Donatello is playing both sides, but I thought that there would be a cool bit where he becomes a temporary ally and he's like, yeah, I also don't like Father Pucci, actually. Maybe we should do something about that. But well, it doesn't, he doesn't quite work out that way. He doesn't. But he's still like in it for himself. But I yeah. do like that out of the three Dio kids, Donatello doesn't give a fuck. Like yeah. the other two revere Pucci for what he's done, and Donatello is just like this dumbass made me eat a bunch of like shellfish gelatin, and has just been <laughs> yeah. acting like kind of a dick to me. So screw him. Yeah, Versus is cool. I like him. He is. I think he's my uh, favorite of Dio's kids, outside of of course Giorno. Oh, yeah, Link. Come on. Yeah. Doesn't have much competition. Uh, so I, I'm. Jumping into the next episode, which we already covered a little bit of because of him uh, inflating that guy with water. Uh, there's rainbows <laughs> Rocky everywhere. Rocky learning about inflation fetishes. Now you're talking. <laughs> Look yeah. at how big Rouge the Bat is. Yeah! She's huge! Yeah, she's looking real good. <laughs> Anyway, our, our thoughts and prayers go out to uh, Jerry Lawler, who suffered a horrible stroke. Um, no. You know, just to bring it back down for a second, it's, uh, we're wishing him the best. Nope. Disagree. <laughs> Why? Did Jeremy, did Jerry Lawler <laughs> did Jeremy do anything? Jeremy Lawler. <laughs> did, did he do anything problematic? Oh, yeah, you know, a few things. <laughs> Let's just say Jerry Lawler uh, shouldn't be allowed near uh, playgrounds. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you're not aware of this? I thought it was going to be something to do with slurs, not this. No. Well, this uh, is uh, worse. I mean, yeah, look at him. 
Yeah. Of course he says slurs. I was uh doing a demo it's all disc hopped with... up on Mountain Dew. I was doing a demo disc for uh, PlayStation Underground with a few people, and uh, a wrestling game was on there and posed the question of who do you think on the roster that's available has said slurs? Uh, turns out the answer was everybody. <laughs> well, yeah. It was well, like from the them, 90s, yeah. Well, one of them was Hulk Hogan. The other one was Goldberg. I'm pretty sure Goldberg has said some slurs before. I don't think Goldberg has that I know of. Is Goldberg one of the good ones, one of the good wrestler guys, or is he... I think so. Okay. I, I don't have any issues with Goldberg. We're going to find out something very unfortunate about Goldberg next week, knowing the trajectory <laughs> of this podcast. Just bring somebody up and then... As far as I know, Goldberg is unproblematic. You you might be thinking of Brock Lesnar. Uh, let me uh, Google real quick Goldberg slurs. Let's see what pops <laughs> well, up. Well, I don't think that's going to give you the results you're looking for. Whoopi Goldberg repeats Holocaust slur. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should have added a wrestler in there. Or Bill Goldberg. I think you would attach wrestler and slur together bully and logic will just pull up <laughs> right. a whole lot of stuff that's not specific but relevant enough uh, yeah that's true um don't touch the rainbows don't look at the rainbows do not taste the rainbows the rainbows are bad the rainbows will turn you into snails of course that's weather reports power so there's a okay well it's part of it that's heavy there's... weather's power this is where I got confused because what's the difference between heavy weather and weather? They're, they are two parts of the same stand, as far as I can tell. Uh, again, okay. like I mentioned, it's sort of like Killer Queen and Bites the Dust, sort of, where Weather Report has his control over the weather, lets him control wind, rain, whatever, that kind of thing. And then Heavy Weather specifically, he cannot control, it just automatically activates. And, uh, that, yeah, and that's what causes uh, the snail bows, I guess. So here, and also apparently like dissolves a... the ozone. Apparently, even <laughs> though they bring that up once, and then it never becomes relevant again. Yep, they say something like, hey, "He's gonna have to die, otherwise, uh, it'll kill everyone on Earth." And then, yeah, eh, doesn't this really is matter. The most powerful stand ever because he can totally destroy the ozone. Uh, even though that does not come up ever again. Nope. Um, I wonder if that was connected to Weather Report suddenly being a dick. Maybe that's the direction Rocky wanted to go in, and then for some reason he settled on snails? <laughs> of course. I I don't know. It's a cool power. Yeah, I like it. Because, it. Uh, of course, it reminds me of Uzumaki, because I'm a cultured individual, whereas it reminds you of SpongeBob SquarePants because <laughs> you're fucking King Shark. <laughs> I got so mad when I would post something that is like exactly the same thing that's happening in JoJo that happened in Spongebob. <laughs> I thought it was, he didn't look like a snail. He didn't have a shell on. It was Spongebob all scrunched up with like snail <laughs> antennas. But I thought like, ice oh, it's, it's some sort of slug thing. That's not a snail. Then you showed me one of Squidward with a shell on it. And then my point to you, of course, was snails don't live underwater. You idiot That can't possibly be a snail <laughs> Gary is a snail He's a sea snail That's fucking stupid they're, they're not aquatic creatures Sea snails are Yes Sea snails are a real thing That's No they're not <laughs> Anyway no, 
You're lying to me again. You always do the sea snails are not an actual fucking thing. <laughs> Hold on. All right. Hey, have you heard of hermit crabs? No, I'm looking this up. <laughs> have you heard of hermit crabs? Okay. Well, sea snails are apparently. A thing. <laughs> Fuck you. Where do you think hermit crabs find the shells they crawl into? They grow them. No. <laughs> on the back of their body, it's just like it's a. They're called hermit crabs. It's kind of like how, well, like a, like a deer grows their like their horns, and so it's a similar uh-huh. thing where they grow their shells. All right. Well, I'm in Utah. I don't know anything about the ocean. Marine bio. You're not a marine <laughs> biologist like Joe Taro. No. <clears throat> of course not. Or Art Vandalay. <sighs> anyway, the rainbows turn everything into snails. Um, yeah. So my finish the thought that I brought up a, a few minutes ago. My thing was when we get the backstory for this later, my interpretation was that the snail thing was a manifestation of his girlfriend's spirit, or perhaps if she had her own stand or something like that. I don't quite know. I thought it was linked mm, to that. No. I thought it was her passing something on to him, but then that also didn't make much sense to me. So I wasn't, wasn't no, sure. Uh, Cause she was also already dead. Before he got a stand, Him yeah, that's true. Um, because yeah, she's isn't she like she's not his biological sister, yeah, she is. She is okay. Oh boy, Jesus, no wonder <laughs> you had some issues with the part later on. I think, I think in my brain, I was just very badly trying to have it not be his biological sister because it's gross. I will say the beginning also is confusing. In that it background. is, yeah, the, the whole baby because, switch like, thing. Yeah, I thought it was the other mom that was switching babies, and yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get to that, but in the meantime, everyone's if turning touch, into snails. Yeah, everyone's Cops turning into snails. snails. Uh, Poochie's getting the fuck out of here because <laughs> at this point he's just like, "Oh, snails, <laughs> that's your problem." Yep. See ya. I'm I'm going to Cape Canaveral. I don't want anything to do with this shit. Um. They're trying to escape the jail. The cops are turning into snails. The patients are turning into snails. Snails everywhere. You can't touch the snails. You can't touch the rainbow. You can't touch the floor. I love snails. I don't actually. I'm ambivalent about snails, really. I just wanted to say I love snails. snails. (laughs) Big snails, snails, small snails, snails, fast snails, (laughs) slow snails. Uh, (laughs) Everyone is uh, becoming snail. So they have to like Sluggity um, glug down the track Here they come It's lots and <laughs> lots of snails <laughs> So they, they can't touch the snails They can't touch the rainbows They can't touch anything Where they will start to undergo The whole like snailification process That's going on here oh, And they Like in Quake 4 <laughs> Do not look up snailification on Rule 34 I am warning you I'm deadly serious. Do not look up snailification. Snailification has like got to be a really niche fetish that exists. Probably. I know there there are people into like the concept of like transforming into something as a fetish, and I'm sure like associated with that is like snails in particular does it for some people. Maybe. I bet um, there are people who well, I mean there's always someone that's gonna be into anything. Yeah, but I'm saying that there are probably people who watch this episode of JoJo and, like, this is the episode. <laughs> Finally, this is what I've been waiting for. 
when they heard that part six got announced, they just started like rubbing their hands together and like <laughs> licking their lips <laughs> like they knew what was coming. Um, <laughs> the animation quality I want to bring up as well because it is wildly inconsistent across these couple of episodes here with the snails. Um, all the snails are, I think most of the time they're done in CGI, which yeah. I think you, you have to do. Yeah, yeah, there's so the, many of them you kind of have yeah. to. Um, you would think that perhaps this final stretch of episodes did not come out because they spent all their time hand-drawing all the snails, but in fact that is not the case. <laughs> I'll um, say I, I like the transformation effects, like especially for the two cops when they start turning into full snails. Yeah. It's really good. They're like wiggling and waggling around and all gooey. Yeah, uh, I like the voice modulation that they do for them, everything like that. The the bits where the animation falls apart for me is literally any shot where a character is shown full body running away. I don't know why they don't move like humans when they run, but there's like numerous shots like Donatello running down the street and he's just like all bow-legged and his (laughs) arms are like way out to the side and it's just like, who animated this? I wonder if that's like actually why it looked like in the manga and they were trying to make it look the same. There's a really weird movement Dio does in the flashback that Oh, when he does that like spin thing back Yeah, when he disappears, yeah. The difference is that looks cool. It's weird, but it looks cool. (laughs) I don't know. I like the effect for that. But then there's stuff like the weird running and then the whole like... uh, Anasui turning into a JPEG thing from last week. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> There's some bizarre co- like corner cutting going on here. Um, not that it, it makes me upset or takes me out of it in a really bad way or anything like that. If anything, I mostly just find it kind of funny, but I wanted yeah. to bring it up because I noticed it several times. Um, I feel like there were enough positives here in these episodes that it did not bother oh, me. Yeah, yeah it, it doesn't bother me too much. But uh, Donatello has a plan. The plan is he's going to attain heaven, even though he doesn't goddamn know what that is. No, but that's why he like, has to find the disc, so he'll know. Yeah, which is great, because if he actually got a hold of the disc and read it, he'd find out that it's impossible because he didn't do any of the weird shit with the green baby <laughs> and saying 14 words like a racist. Yeah, he hasn't done his like attunement quests, so he can't get into Karazhan now. <laughs> well, he'd show up at the gate, and the rest of the raid's there, and he's like, well, okay, great. There's a fucking analogy. Uh-huh. <laughs> I do like this bit where Hermes and Jolene are escaping and they use Kiss to kind of like slide out of here. Surfing on like the uh, portion of the wall. Yeah, that's a cool bit. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, there was also, there's like a science lesson thing that happens here and I can't remember exactly what it is. So I'm kind of like going back and watching. Is it here or but... you think of later the subliminal thing? No, no, no. The subliminal thing is later, but there's, like, after the uh, eye catch, there's... That, well, that's bit. the ozone bit, isn't it? It might be. Uh, what we know as oxygen was created when the first forms of plant life sprang into oh, existence right. on that... our Earth. Yeah, I'm not sure this even comes up again either, honestly. Yeah, that that's the ozone bit. It is, okay. I was wondering where they were going with it. I'm still watching yeah, So it, but... it's weird that that happens here. <laughs> that never comes up again. Like if it had been in the previous one, that would at least kind of yeah. make sense that Rocky sort of oh, abandoned God. it. 
I jumped right to one of the bits of the weird running where it's like Donatello is running toward the screen and Imperio is running like a wooden doll away from him. <laughs> that's all right. That's the funniest part in any of these episodes is Versus is running down the street and he's doing an inner monologue about all right. So this Emporio guy that they're looking for or is looking for Jolene and Hermes. He's going to be heading towards the hospital. So all I have to do is look for the person that's running the opposite direction I am. And as he's saying this, Emporio runs directly next to him in the opposite direction, and he does not notice him and just keeps going. <laughs> it's a really good bit. I like it a whole lot. Yeah. Uh, I like it even more that he does figure out he can use the same walkie-talkie trick to call him, and once he's identified that's Emporio, a child, <laughs> he just bashes him over the head. No, he just, like, he rabbit punches him, like, directly <laughs> in the back of the head. Yeah, just fucks him up. Yeah. And then he just, like, drags him away and starts undressing him because Donatello's a weird ass. Drags him behind a bush. Yeah. Where's the disc? Gotta find the disc because it is shoes. <laughs> um. This whole part has some of the funniest stuff in the season, I think. With uh, them turning into the snails in the whole way that they do this fight? or that Well, that and then... Um... When he unearths memories of the Super Bowl and has football players charge them. Oh, yeah. Well, it is Florida. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But then there's also a part later where he, um, just like one of the football players is just like climbing up a palm tree behind him. Oh, oh. yeah. Man. Yeah, you're right. There is some good stuff in there. But uh, Jolene and Hermes are turning <clears throat> into snails uh, and they're slowing down as so they're having trouble fighting him. And uh, briefly, Donatello manages to get a hold of the stand disc. And the way that they solve this problem is Jolene stuffs herself into a pipe because she's squishy now and just hurls <laughs> sure. herself at him. And it works. Uh, also, Emporio is turning into a snail. And now Donatello is turning into a snail and has a cool snail beard. <laughs> I, Yeah, it kind of looks like Jigen's beard at first. Before it gets bigger, yeah. yeah. Um, I I like the bit after he's knocked out Emporio and he just like picks him up by his ear. It's just like, <laughs> wow, who would have thought Emporio was a little boy? <laughs> Poochie didn't even know who he was. Schmuck. Yeah. I found out it was this extremely weird-looking baseball boy. <laughs> Poochie's a fucking moron. Baby baseball bat boy. That's right. Uh, so there's. They defeat him, uh, but they're also going to drag his ass with them uh, to go hunt down Weather Report because uh, they're still trying to make peace with the fact that they're probably going to have to kill him, but hopefully they can reach out to him and get him to stop all this stuff. Um, but since it's passive, the correct answer is kill him. And as they get into this car, they realize that there are a bunch of bugs in here, and there's this really good, clumsy bit of dialogue. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite things about the way Araki writes is how, again, he's very clearly seen or learned about something recently and has a character talk about it in a way that feels like they're reading out of like an encyclopedia. Yeah. Like Irma seeing a Graham cracker and being like, oh, that, that cracker is made by Sylvester Graham, who was part of the 19th century temperance movement. He believed that minimizing <laughs> pleasure and stimulation of all kinds, including prevention of masturbation, coupled with a vegetarian diet anchored by bread made of wheat coarse ground at home, was how God intended people to live. And that's why they call them Graham crackers. And it's like, oh, shit, Rocky's been reading the Graham cracker wiki again. I like how Graham crackers have the same background as cornflakes. <laughs> Yeah. Well, 
I was extremely, extremely bored at work. Yeah. And I had been like munching on graham crackers and wanted to read up the history about them. And I just saw that it had something to do with masturbation. And I thought it was very funny. So I wanted to share. <laughs> I wanted to pull my own Iraqi. Yeah. No, that's, that's a good bit. Enrich everybody else's some knowledge. But she essentially says the exact like it's framed the same way that she's talking about these bugs about how they yeah, the, these beetles are a natural predator of snails they'll eat them and yeah whatever it is for this reason that they're called snail suckers <laughs> is specifically the line that caught me um but that's where we kind of leave off here is they need to you know make their way to weather report is far far away they need to get in this car which means they have to drive very quickly while these bugs are eating them. by the way this car is here because the guy turned into a snail while driving it and rammed into them who's driving oh my god snail is driving how can it be <laughs> uh but we don't get to that fight right away because uh, instead we got to go through an extended flashback i'm sorry i'm a little gassy i've been drinking a v8 <laughs> okay <laughs> Highly carbonated V8. Let me look at the history of it. Well, it's mostly all the sodium and like uh, plant stuff or whatever's in here. I love plant Um, stuff. Poochie's a little baby, and he's born to uh, a mother who's lived a miserable life. But now she's happy because she's got a baby. But uh oh, baby died. Wrong. That wasn't Poochie. That's a different (laughs) baby. (laughs) Right off the bat, wrong. (laughs) Whoops. Uh, her baby died, so she decides it would be a fun little prank, a little gag, a little yuck up to go into the nursery ward and swap her baby's corpse out with a living baby. And that baby is... Weather Report. Uh, weather Report, sure, because I got very confused during this whole switcheroo routine yeah, that they do at the start yeah, of At first, I thought she was taking Poochie. Yeah, well, there's also a... Trying to go back here and see what his mom looks like when he's a kid, because I think that's the only time you see Poochie's mother. Okay, she's blonde. For some reason, I don't know how I thought that was the same woman, and I oh, guess no, I wasn't I, paying I attention. I also, yeah, at, at first, um, I thought because because it shows the twins together, or no, it it doesn't show the actual twins. It shows the dead baby she replaced, right? Yeah. And so I was wondering if, like, then Weather Report looked more like Poochie when he was a baby. You think this ever happened to the Apex twins? Yeah, definitely. Okay. That's Did you say Apex? A- Apex. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I said it right. I know what they're called. I've listened to Rubber Johnny, and <laughs> that is it. <laughs> you know, they're not actually two people. Wait, what? Why would they name themselves at them? <laughs> it's just Richard D. James. It, the That's name is well, for, for one thing, the name is Aphex Twin. There's no S on it. Well, so. shit. Maybe I should have listened to more than that one song. Uh, Window Wicker? What did you just call me? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Never mind. Moving on. Dot org. How, di- how dare you, first of all. <laughs> um, so, Poochie is... Uh, Hobbling around on his bum foot, he's got twisty toes. It's a real medical problem, or so I'm told. Well, um, doesn't really seem like it bothers him, though. No, he's he's fine. He doesn't need help. He doesn't need your help. Don't help him. He needs to do this for himself. 
Uh, Badillo is hanging around inside of this chapel. It is uh, closed currently. He's not allowed to be here, although he points out that he is deathly allergic to the sun because uh, he's a vampire. Right. And Poochie's like, well, you must be telling the truth because nobody would say that was a lie. Even the devil wouldn't lie like that. I do kind of like You're Poochie's... not the devil, are you? You have to tell me if you're the devil. <laughs> Otherwise, it's devil entrapment. I do really actually like as far as character development goes, Poochie's wide-eyed optimism about things. Yeah. Because pretty much all of this is the fault of him being entirely too optimistic. Yeah, I guess so. And more in the sense of like, oh, he expects that everything's going to work out fine, but it doesn't. Um, but specifically really, here, it's very actually, trusting of Dio. Really, the problem is uh, the whole baby swapping thing causes most of the problems. Yeah, it's pretty bad too. I mean, it worked out on like uh, sister, sister. Isn't that what happened in sister, sister? Uh, one of their moms had a dead baby. I don't think so. Okay, I don't know. I never watched sister, sister. So I think they were just regular twins. Well, um, yeah, Dio's. Oh God, no! It's uh, Poochie's reading this book. That's like um, Fra Filippo Lippi. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what fake. it was about. But the point is, the story is something that a uh, man of the cloth should not be reading, and so Dio kind of <laughs> all teases him a to bit be about... illiterate. <laughs> well, that's kind of true. Um, kind of. But Dio uh, has taken a liking to this guy, and so he gives him the tip of the stand arrow, and is just like, "Yeah, if you ever want to meet with me again, just like hang on to this, and it will point you towards me." By um, the way. How does the timing here, like, work out? Uh, with part three? No, with part five. Or mm. four, I guess, for that matter. I don't remember what year this takes place in. I guess I don't know how long it takes uh, place over. I think the over. 80s. Because, like, I think late, later on they say that it was, like, something... Of, they drop a specific year at some point. I don't know if it's pointing to the year that this episode is taking place in, or just, like... They do say the year at some point, but I don't remember what it okay. was. I, I guess the main issue was how long did Poochie have the arrow? Yeah, at what point did he meet back up with Dia? I don't think it was necessarily that long. Yeah, I guess not, because it, it, I suppose at this point Poochie and Weather Report look like... Mm, yeah, it, it, he looks, it was probably like a year at most, I would guess. He looks fairly close to some of the flashbacks that we got where he was younger and hanging out with Dio. Yeah. And Dio mentions that he's a traveler, so I think this is in the process of him eventually locating to Egypt. So I think if Dio is here long enough for Pucci to hang out with him, it's probably a relatively short span of time. Yeah. Okay. Um. Which also is a little bit weird because I could have thought it's probably just a retcon. You know what? Uh, hey, but... I just noticed something. Mm -hmm. I think the part where Dio turns around and goes into the dark is specifically a reference to Evil Dead Two, because he does it in exactly <laughs> the same way as like when the body of Linda like flies off into the darkness. Well, now I'm trying to get back to this part of the show <laughs> so I can see this. Because just looking at it now, I know he like he does the legs out, like jump into the dark, the exact same way. Well, there's also a bit where he does that in part three, uh, when they all like punch through the wall to save Polnareff, and he kind of like does a flip around the corner into the darkness thing. I don't remember that. It was so long ago. 
Yeah, maybe that is an Evil Dead reference. I mean, I also would not put it past him to put in an Evil Dead reference yeah. wherever possible. So that that is an extremely Iraqi thing to do. Um, yeah, I, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, the, the span of time. It's probably a retcon, but it could have sworn all the flashbacks we got of Vinyaba handing him the soul arrow and triggering his stand. Everything took place inside of his like palace in Egypt. Yeah, they were in so. Egypt. Yeah, okay. Well, whatever. Yeah, now he's here. Who cares? Overall... It don't matter. None of this matters. <laughs> that that is right. I mean, he also at some point gave the uh, did that stuff to um. Oh oh god, the Nijimura brothers' dad. Mm-hmm. So, and he's from Japan. Anyway, uh, weather reports mom comes and confesses everything to Pucci, who pieces this all together and realizes, uh oh, uh oh. I have a brother, and he's uh, dating my sister. Uh-oh. All the churches, you had to come into mine. <laughs> and that is a, a very strange coincidence. It really, really is. Um, Perla is the name of his sister. Yeah. and uh, Perla Jam. Weather manages to... Uh, her purse gets stolen, and he throws a soda can at this guy through a window and busts him up real good. And uh, then they start dating. Of course. Teen teen love. (laughs) You know, when you date your sister, normal teenager stuff. He didn't know. That's also got to be based on something. I swear to God that there's some sort of story that's similar to this. Oh, yeah. Um, Probably a number of them. All written by Dan Herman. (laughs) (laughs) They do not end the same way. You do not want to know how they end. Iraqi's the heart of the show. You can't get rid of them. <laughs> they have not been letting Iraqi in the writer's room for a number of years. They just hear his remote control car around the office and know he's there. Every time someone does have an interaction with him, it is described as bad. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, creepy. <laughs> I forgot oh, that was the exact word that was used. Yeah, Iraqi's great. Uh, Justin Roiland, on the other hand. Um, Meanwhile, so back, she's got a plan. Back then, we, we see Weather Report, uh, Wes Blue Marine, uh, who apparently, oh, that's his hair. In the dub, it's Aquamarine. Yeah, they changed it in the subtitle, too. But okay. you can hear him say Blue Marine. Well, I um, couldn't. No, you can't. Cause you, <laughs> you gotta hear all the swearing, because it's adult. <laughs> Oh um, uh, fuck! He's dating my fucking sister. God damn! It's also his fucking sister too. Shit. <laughs> yeah, that's probably how it sounds. That's how Poochie talks. It's the Hate sort it. of language he uses. Um. Anyway, you see, a weather report has what appears to be real hair here, as opposed to the present day, where it is either a hat or we had talked about this. We consider yeah. it to be. Like a Jotaro style, like fusion of both somehow. Yeah, although I looked it up and Rocky did confirm that it is meant to just be a hat. So he has okay. clarified this at some point. But <laughs> right. the, the is interesting. It hat back then, too? I don't think so. And I don't know if he's clarified that. But I think at this point in time, that is his actual hair that just happens to look like a hat. And then later it's a hat that happened to look like his hair. Okay. This is confounding. This is really starting to get a bit irritating that he keeps doing this. At least 
at least we know with Jotaro, it's a it's a hat that has holes in it from fighting and his hair is coming out. That's the explanation. Right. Artistically, with, it just sort of blends together, but yeah. yeah. Well, very early on in part three, in the comic at least, it is more visually apparent that that's what's going on. And then over yeah. time, as his art style changed, yeah, it kind of just becomes more amorphous. Um, and then with uh, uh, Foo Fighters, we know that that is a, a hat. Yeah. Or do we? <laughs> I at this point, I expect him to do an interview at some point where he's like, "No, that's her hair." <laughs> yeah, that that's definitely a hat. Oh, Where the reports like, I, that, I can but... see like either way, like you could make an argument for it, but Foo Fighters yeah. was definitely a hat. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we need to move on to this uh, good old fashioned luncheon. <laughs> 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 Um, Poochie's got a plan It's a bad plan uh, He goes to see a PI And he's like I need you to make these two break up No questions asked Don't care how you do it They just need to break up um, Do not do th- a background check on this PI Don't find out if he's affiliated With any uh, racist organizations Nope Just go talk to the PI That'll take care of everything Problem solved yep, uh, Just dust your hands off Another job well done P.I. turns out to be a racist in uh-huh. a town full of racists. Yeah. Uh, he finds out that Weather Report's adoptive mother uh, is married to a black guy. Is that what it's supposed to be? Yes. Do you, you want know, to do you want to mention no, anything? No, so I, I, got a bit, I got a bit twist turned around uh, because <laughs> Poochie's, uh, Poochie's a black man. Come on. <laughs> no, he isn't. He's a Come on. The, yeah, but come on. You were you were getting uh, in our Discord. You were getting very uppity at being like, "Oh, well, guess what? Guess somebody was right about I just, this." I just want you to do blackface. That's all. <laughs> it turns out you were doing blackface the whole time. Turns out you... Poochie's dad was black. I gotcha. <laughs> And then here, just uh, two hours ago, defense, I watched this defense, and it was like, you weren't paying attention. In my defense, in my defense, you doing blackface would have been objectively the funniest thing in the world. It would be funny. <laughs> Instead, you were just doing Italian face, which, as we all know, is perfectly acceptable. Yeah. Because you can I be I could race- have been in le- like, the esteemed company of one Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> It would have been so good. I'm so mad that that Jimmy Fallon did blackface. Yes, (laughs) I did embed that uh, gif though of uh, Always Sunny when uh, Mac is Murtaugh telling that guy to go suck an egg, which I thought. Anyway, look. Point is, it's perfectly acceptable to be racist against Italians, Russians, Mm -hmm. and especially the French. Yes, of course. So we're fine. Although I do think it would have been funnier if he did blackface on <laughs> Yeah, um, it, that it would have been a good like comedy bit, but like, uh-oh. Yeah, um, curiously, this P.I., I guess, is fine with Italians because he took one look at Pucci and was like, well, you know, I'll take your money, I'll, yeah, I'll do your bidding. Not racist it's against tasty. the brown guy, but yeah. the other guy whose like, mom married a black guy, oh, time to lynch him. Yeah, pasty-ass white guy with his pasty-ass girlfriend sister. Yeah, gotta gotta do a lynching on those two. Anyway, weather report gets hung and apparently survives, but Perla throws herself off a cliff before she can realize this and uh, gets passed away. Yeah, 
She becomes unalived. I I don't want to go off on a on a whole tangent here, but I just want to express for a second how watching anything on YouTube is absolutely fucking infuriating. You you tell us what grinds like, your gears. Here's what grinds George's gears. Get up on my soapbox here so I can become a whole uh, five foot eight inches while I preach, preach about <laughs> <laughs> what pisses me off. So the opposite problem. Number that one, you GameStop. Have... <laughs> Number two, girl gamers. <laughs> <laughs> they don't they don't know what Ninja Turtles is. <laughs> Number three, the woke liberal left who want to take Lara Croft's boobs away. <laughs> if I can't cut my hands on those tits Then I'm not buying your video game um, They need to be five polygons max uh, <laughs> Number four The nude code doesn't work <laughs> I rented Extreme Beach Volleyball And it doesn't work <laughs> No, but I did buy Extreme Beach Volleyball And then I found out it's not backwards compatible On the Xbox 360 <laughs> So I just got this copy laying around here That I'm never going to play because I'm not going to buy an original Xbox So my only hope now is that it Apparently it increases in value at some point And then I could sell it to some other pervert And make my money back That's probably besides, That's a totally different rant No, it's the problem you have of them inserting a bunch of swear words Into JoJo's Bizarre Adventure The opposite for for me is on YouTube how nobody can say a swear word because you get demonetized over like the most minuscule shit imaginable. Yeah. Like you can't even mention non swear words like saying somebody got killed or murdered or they died. And so instead you have to say things like they got passed away. Uh huh. And it's honestly, it is like watching the original dub of Dragon Ball Z whenever you just want to watch a goddamn YouTube video. <laughs> Everybody People... gets sent to the HFIL. <laughs> Yeah, and it's just, oh, this person got kidnapped and stuffed in the trunk of a car. When they found them, it was too late. They were already sent to the next dimension. It's like, <laughs> yeah. just talk like a normal fucking person. Swear if you want to swear. I do it all the time. I think it's great. I love it. But, like, at the very least, just say normal things. Like, they got murdered or uh, they got attacked. There was a riot. Something like that. Who cares? It is so weird that their content moderation is that if you say the word murder, apparently you put the thought into people's heads and corrupt them. Ah, everything's going great at YouTube. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's going I, to last forever. I hope Elon Musk buys it. I that would be the funniest <laughs> thing in the world to me, and it would be good because he would destroy it. And I, oh, it would be great. It would be great. Um, Poochie's sister's dead. He he's freaking out. Yeah. He is not okay. No. Uh, stand arrow goes through his neck. Definitely not okay. Absolutely not. Uh, I do actually really like this bit, though, where the stand arrow goes through him, and then he not only hears the voice of Dio, but Dio kind of pops up behind him. He's not, like, actually there, but th the whole thing about how a large part of Dio's character is he is this charismatic manipulator, and so he's popping up, like, the devil over his shoulder and, like, seducing him over to do what he wants Poochie to do. I think he and is there, it's... by the way. I think he actually was communicating with him. And maybe. Because I he don't says think... stuff he didn't say when he met him. He says something about, like, a when a life is lost, it's gone forever, but there are other things you can do. Yeah, perhaps. But I do still like the way that He's that like giving shot. him a tutorial for a stand, also. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is your awakening. 
I like the way that all this is framed. I like the way that the dialogue was written. I liked the emotional beats of this scene. I thought it was very good. Yeah. I, in general, I really like all of this um, backstory. A lot of times it can be sort of tedious. Well, I, I don't because Pucci is not Pucci is Italian and that upsets me. So this is like I think the worst it's offensive that he's Italian. <laughs> there ought to be less Italians. You're not wrong. Oh wait, oh, what does he mean by that? Uh, I mean exactly what it sounds like. Um. <laughs> anyway, when the arrow shot through Pucci, it also we're getting uh, another email about this podcast. <laughs> Jokes on them, I don't have that email anymore Uh, The arrow also shot through Weather Report So, you know I'm just, I'm sorry Two for one Backing up like one second Imagining getting the email about Destroy All Children And it's like We're removing content that has anti-Italian American sentiments And it's like specifically pointing to an episode we did entirely about Sopranos (laughs) Like just us talking about it normally Like that's too much yeah. Okay. Um, Every weather... episode that contained the Gabagool zone oh, yeah. getting nuked. Yeah. Uh, weather report is uh, alive. And like you said, he got hit by a stand arrow as well. And everything is now turning into snails. And weather report thinks that's pretty neat because uh, he's about <laughs> had it with this town. Oh, yeah. Um, like, but... Weather report's like gone sicko mode now yeah, because of I Perla don't... dying. I don't blame him. Nope. Uh, but yeah, he picks up the gun from the PI after he gets snailified and tries to shoot himself in the head and realizes that he cannot kill no, himself. He, the PI doesn't get snailified; like he just shoots himself. Oh, right, right, right. He uh, knocks his hand back because his hands like turning into snails, and so it's all. Yeah, is that what happened? No, no. I think he just like corners him. He just blasts himself in the head. I'm trying to like go back a second and watch it, but Netflix's timelines not yeah, stop clicking anyway, after that whole thing, he tries to kill himself, but can't because the uh the stand is subconsciously uh like gooping up yeah. the gun so it won't fire the way he wants Keeping to tried to drown himself, but the waves just <laughs> washed him back onto the beach. He is cursed to wander this earth forever, turning things into snails. Yeah It's bad times So really, uh, maybe Poochie saved the world at this point Yeah, because Poochie wakes up in a hospital He kind of starts figuring out what's going on He's got the stand, he's got Perla's memory disc And he confronts uh, Weather Report They get into a brief fight And he pulls Weather Report's memory disc out And that kind of catches us up Notably, now he is like slicing to get discs out And in general yeah. He didn't do that before He would just like Give like a knock on the head Yeah um, We go back to the present And uh, Weather Report's like Hey Anasui I really need you to kill me And now all of a sudden Anasui's got a problem with that <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Which speaking about Inconsistent characters Well no He, he explains that later on uh, Specifically yeah. it's because He brought him back from the dead yeah, he does. But I I do like that he has gone from uh, getting mad as hell seeing Weather Report being near Jolene to being like, I'm not going to kill you, dude. Come on, we're buddies. Yeah. We went on that weird fairy tale adventure. It was great. We had a fun time. 
Yeah, remember when I choked up Pinocchio? It was great. <laughs> you drew that one character? It was awesome. Yeah, put away, man. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to skip ahead to the next episode here now because that's it for that one. And uh, when we... This whole next episode is basically whether Report and Anasui have uh, gotten cornered by Poochie and are trying to send him to the next dimension. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good fight. I really like this episode. It is. There's a specifically a funny bit later in this fight with the whole freezing his blood thing and him continually like stepping on it. <laughs> yes. And it going through his foot. And every time I just kept thinking about Homo. Marv. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, but I wasn't the only one. <laughs> it's like a mixture of that and the sideshow Bob stepping on the rakes. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Uh, but yeah, uh, Weather Report explains to Anasui, like, hey, I, I don't have any idea how this works and I cannot stop it. So when we're done with Poochie, you need to kill me because that is the only way this whole snail apocalypse is going to end. Um, unfortunate, but true. Mm-hmm. Weather uh, report must die. <laughs> Poochie's just hanging out in a pile of snails while all this is going <laughs> on. <laughs> Poochie over here playing night crawlers like some sort of weirdo. Yeah, he, he's got like a ghillie suit made of snails somehow. Yeah, and he's like, I figured out your stand and it's uh, no problem. I can touch snails all I want. I could put the snails in my mouth. Don't do that. You'll get extremely sick if you do that. Well, the French do it. Do not Escargo. do that. I might be. I actually might be thinking of slugs. They're the same thing. There's, there's something that I saw a while back where there was this like girl who filmed the video of her and her pet slug or snail, and she's like, "I love it so much. I love to give it kisses. Sometimes oh, I no. stick them in my mouth a little bit, and she like stuck it in her mouth, just kind of swirled his head around in there for a little bit and pulled it out." And then there were, like, comments pointing out that, like, no, these can actually, like, transmit really fucked up diseases if you put them in your mouth. Salmonella. Like, raw. I, no, not salmonella. It's, like, something else. It's, like, a specific snail salmonella. disease. Don't they specifically mention salmonella in these episodes at some point? It's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. So, yeah, probably at some point salmonella has come up and we've gotten an extremely detailed lesson on how it works. <laughs> no, I mean specifically when they were talking about snails. I thought they mentioned it. I don't know. No, I don't know. But... All this reminded me of that video of just like people, a bunch of doctors coming in in the comments and explaining about how that's a really bad idea, actually. Here come the doctors med-splaining everything. <laughs> uh, Weather Report's med missing a leg now. Yeah, it's going to say, let's med-splain losing a goddamn leg because your brother lopped it off. Um, he's about to be missing two legs. Don't cut my leg off, step bro. <laughs> Step bro, I'm stuck in the dryer and I'm missing both of my legs. <laughs> um, but yeah, yes, uh, to... uh, Poochie uh, mentions he's immune, immune to snails because he made himself blind. He's got two little discs for his eyes because I guess that's how it works. Yeah, of course. Um, there's hasn't a... done that before. There's a good bit where he's explaining how this works and he's talking about how it's basically subliminal messaging. <laughs> when when you see them so stupid. This is When you see snail so stupid. See snail becomes snail. That's yeah. how this stand works. And there's a good bit of him like these are totally just him redrawing like actual pieces of propaganda. Yeah. This whole bit of Some explaining political poster. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, it's very dumb, but I kind of like it. Uh, also because we keep kind of shooting back to like overhead shots of the scene, and there's just so much blood everywhere. And meanwhile, yeah, Poochie's explaining how propaganda works. <laughs> well, it's not even uh, propaganda so much as just uh, subliminal stuff. Like sure, uh, but one, there's one frame a in a film that. strip. Uh, yeah. It will make you want a coke. Rocky watched Fight Club, and he <laughs> got to the part with... You know, Maybe. Quite possibly. It would have been out at this time, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so. Um, but uh, Weather Report uses his stand to start freezing up all the uh, the surrounding areas of the blood that's been spilled out is like crystallizing, and it's rising up, and it's creating these spikes. Well, before that, that there's really good bits where... Um... Anasui's like inserting Diver down into Weather Report so he can go oh, right, beat up yeah. Poochie. Yeah, but he gets laid. But then Anasui starts getting more snailified and so he can't keep it up. Yeah, and then also uh, he just knocks Weather's other leg off. Yeah. So, which is fucking vicious. Yeah. Um, but I do like this bit where he's freezing these like uh these crystals of blood in the ground and so poochie because he's blind he can't move anywhere without puncturing his foot or potentially like falling backwards and getting stabbed to death by mm -hmm. one of them uh and so poochie's solution to this is to you know just jam a hand into anasui's head and <laughs> use him as his eyeballs he's using him as a wood puppet to like guide him <laughs> well, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the thing he can't even like see through him he's just having him tell him like, give him yeah. directions also, quick note with the spikes thing, um, the way they say Weather Report is doing it is that he's using gusts of wind to sort of like form the spike and then freeze it. Uh, he he does this when Poochie has his foot over it, so that, that wouldn't yeah, work. Yeah, sure. What's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just saying. Does that a couple of times. Yeah, um, I do like this bit of Anasui going like, oh, we take five steps to your right, uh, two steps left, you'll get out of here, no problem. Anyway, I just now realized something I didn't think of telling you because it's what you didn't you didn't ask it of me, but it's really cool. This thing's about to happen. Uh, blood's going to go through your neck, dude. <laughs> yeah. So he has like a wound on his chest that then Weather Report forms into another spike and goes directly up through his neck. Really nice. So... What's going on with Poochie's neck that this keeps happening? He got the, uh, like, what was it, a pair of scissors or something in his neck a few episodes ago? Yeah, now he's yeah, got yeah. the ice crystal, he got the arrow in his neck. He's just having a lot of problems with stuff jamming him in the neck. Well, he seems to be okay with it so far. Yeah, that's maybe the more surprising thing, <laughs> is you think if you got stabbed in the neck, like, three times in your life, one of those would be really bad. Like, law yeah. of averages. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, though, Poochie's just the, like, yeah, that's the fine. There's nothing important in there at all. With the scissors bit, at least he had a little bit of dialogue where it was like, oh, it's right next to the nerve in the artery. You just barely missed anything important. But here, yeah. eh. they keep barely missing anything important. <laughs> I guess. It's like that bit from Dragon Ball where Piccolo shoots a gaping hole into Goku's chest, and Goku's like, thankfully, you missed all my vital organs. <laughs> Which my favorite line delivery in that show is Piccolo just going, All of them <laughs> <laughs> I bought a copy of uh, the complete series of Dragon Ball GT and I watched the first episode of that God. last night. Alright. 
first of all, not that bad. Second of all, I don't like that they gave Pan a midriff. Yeah. I think that's maybe not a good idea. Uh, I will say I would rather watch GT than Super. Oh, yeah. Any God, day. yes. Well, I mean, GT is also relatively short. I think it's yeah. like 45 or maybe 52 how, episodes all together. How do altogether. you feel, uh, given your um, phobias, about the fact the main villain is called a baby? It's just his name, so I'm fine with that. It's not <laughs> okay. like I play. It's not like I play Persona Three, and every time a battle comes baby, on, baby, I'm baby, just... baby, baby, baby. Yeah, yeah, it's not like I'm hyperventilating from fear. Oh, over I thought that, you would. So. No, that's not a problem. Um, but, what, but you get upset when they're like adults wearing those baby masks, like in uh, Brazil. That's different because that is a an image of a baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's an Which adult wearing a baby mask. This is why I can't play that one Yakuza game where he's carrying the baby around all the time. I just can't do that. That's way too much. It's too much baby. <laughs> too much baby. <laughs> um, okay. There's there's also I freeze framed this uh while we were talking about all this crap where uh Mother Report has Poochie like strung up using ropes of blood and the way that i have this uh freeze framed is onisui is meant to be in the background but the perspective is off so he looks like he is probably about 13 inches tall <laughs> and just hanging out near poochie's foot yeah you know i i need a screen grab that for you later but um he has him cornered he starts basically aura auraing him and then gets him into a headlock yep uh Poochie is extremely close to getting killed here. Yep. He's about to get his head literally knocked off, and then all of a sudden, a car <laughs> driven by four dumbass snails careens onto the scene and manages to knock him away. Yep. Good job, idiots. <laughs> it's so funny. It really we is. Weather Report had this locked up. Like, Poochie was dead to rights. He was freaked out. NSW even specifically mentions, "Oh, Poochie is scared." <laughs> like he's just frozen there, repeating like prime numbers. Yeah. And then here comes like Jolene driving like she's in Crazy Taxi, getting Duke ready to make some crazy horn. money. What? <laughs> I was going to say the Duke Boys horn going off in the background. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> crazy and uh, they just um, they just run into everybody. I hate that this reminds me of, but there was an image that I saw ages ago that it looks like one of those 1950s comic book covers, like that sort of style. And it's, um, the title of the comic is, Oh Shit, It's a Woman. And it's just a woman driving a car with like this very disinterested expression on her face and is flying through the air towards two men. And one guy's yelling, Oh shit, it's a woman <laughs> trying to parallel park. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It's just it's a dumb little like yeah. misogynistic meme thing, but like it, then I saw this episode and it reminded me of That's it. pretty close, yeah. <laughs> it's really not that far off. Other than the fact that Donatello versus is driving the car and he is not a woman. Um, oh right, it was versus. Yeah, they, they he, were like forcing him to drive. Yeah, and he says something like, "I didn't mean to." The car slipped on a bunch of snails or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um. But, God, this the snails are starting to disappear, which, oh, gee, I wonder why. Yeah. Why would that be the case? Um, there is a really good switcheroo bit here, though, where they think they see Poochie cornered, but in fact he altered the appearance of Donatello versus after he murdered him. So Donatello's yeah. dead. 
Yeah. Uh, the only one of Dio's sons to get murdered so far. And probably because he told Poochie to shut the fuck up, you stupid bitch. God damn it. Let me think fuck. <laughs> yeah, Poochie's not going to tolerate that kind of language. He's a man no. of God. Come on. Just like you. <laughs> That's right. I didn't spend all those years in the seminary for nothing. Thank you very much. Getting accosted by weird vampires. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. As uh, you reading, do. Reading books that you should. Yeah, I was reading Making Flippy Floppy or whatever it was he was reading. I see you're reading O.J. Simpson's If I Did It. <laughs> <laughs> So they pull this disc out. They they find out that they... Uh... Oh, God, there's this shot that I like, and I'm not sure exactly how it's going down power-wise, where Poochie's replicating the same like vision of him with his hand through Weatherport's chest. They, they mention like, that's part of his power. I think it's related to his uh, time dilation thing now. Okay, that would make sense. But... He's basically issuing the same sort of threat and, you know, pontificating about reaching heaven and all this stuff. Um, I, I think it's something he was doing like, to get away quickly that sort of left shades of after, himself or something. Yeah, like after images or something like that. Um, Weather report's not looking so good. I no. think they need to get him to a hospital. Where, where's Foo Fighters? Foo Fighters, put his legs back on, please. <laughs> Yeah, the thing is, like, without Foo Fighters here, you know, as soon as he got his leg chopped off, yeah, yeah, he's pretty much done. Because even Poochie's just like, I intentionally hurt you in a way that would like cause you to die slowly, which is mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, brothers Weather Report... against brothers. Oh no, uh, Weather Report is dead. I mean, come on, of course he is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he lost his legs in Iwo Jima. Um, <laughs> Japan man shot his shins off with a machine gun. <laughs> Weather report danced around on that Benihana grill and <laughs> it got put in the hospital and now he's dead. Um, he leaves behind uh, the disc with his stand in it. And so I'm going to make a very bold prediction that somehow that is going to loop back around and be the way that they defeat Pucci. Probably. I, this specifically uh, says that he left it for Jolene yeah, to use. And, so. and so I my prediction is by the end of it, she puts that disc in her head and is able to use that stand power, or if not her, then somebody else does. Well, they, they do keep pointing out like a person can only have one stand at a time. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I wonder how that would work then. But um... Anyway, unfortunately, it's... with Weather Report dead, uh, Jolene's going to lose her shell titties that she's got uh, oh, that's from the, <laughs> the snail transformation. Why doesn't Hermes get those? Uh, I don't know. I mean, Hermes has the bigger boobs, too. Yeah, maybe that's she's... it. Maybe it's compensation. Because, again, she, she's got to hide money and... in there. I was going to say plastic and a whole lot of dollar bills. Um, <laughs> Rolled up like Minka. Is Emporio's power actually a stand, or is it just some sort of... I mean, it is a stand, but it's not like a okay. a humanoid stand. Because my thought for a moment was, if Emporio's power is manifested in a different way, then maybe he could use the stand disc if he does not have a stand. It is a stand because it's burning okay. down the house. They still have never actually mentioned it by name, but that's probably why I was thinking that. But yeah, because I kind of forgot that it was called that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Then I'm not sure. 
how that would work but i would imagine that it does factor in some way to this whole thing ending um otherwise why would you even bother having that detail there with six episodes left to go i think uh, i know what's going to happen with it but i'm not 100 percent sure make a prediction i think it's well no i won't because i know the general ending um i, so I don't want to say it i sort of do I know that this continuity basically gets written out of existence. Yeah. And I imagine that has something to do with whatever the stand power is that Pucci develops. Yeah. So, so I know a bit about it. Um, okay. So I, I think the disc will be some way for them to sort of like resurrect Weather Report with it. Okay. Like in a new universe. Oh, yeah, maybe. Because, yeah, yeah. I do... All right, since you already know, like, yeah, um, steel ball run like being in a new continuity is that's not just him resetting it's actually a direct result of the end of this part so i read that that is in fact not the case yeah so steel ball run is a different continuity but does not take place in the continuity that part six ends on no yes i know but i'm saying like the whole sort of multiverse thing that he does at the end of this is how he explains like shifting to a new continuity okay okay i see i i misunderstood you then but yeah yeah. yeah, i I know a bit about it and so i but i do wonder if it factors into that anyway uh anasui shares some very kind words about weather report at the end here but what kind of fucked me up is he mentions something about like his parents and i don't think that they quite gave any background into what he's talking about no it was just like somebody interviewed him i think at prison who said I think he's saying it was like part of his psych evaluation where they were saying like, uh, would you give yourself up to save your parents? And he's like, no, come on. Oh, okay. I see. Um, but he's saying that he would give his life for the people that brought him back to life. doesn't really make sense. Like your parents brought you here to begin with, you know? Yeah. When but people anyway, asked me if I would sacrifice myself for my family, I'm trying to see if he has much of a lead into this. Not really. Plenty of, pe- plenty of people have called me a murderer. At least that's what the newspapers said about me. And, and I right. don't. And I don't necessarily disagree, which is yeah. a very funny thing to say. Yeah. When people asked me if I would sacrifice myself for my family, I told them all no. Okay. Yeah. See, in the dub, he probably said that with like eight f words, and so you didn't even notice <laughs> what he was saying. <laughs> I thought it was going to be more that they completely butchered the point he was trying to make, and so it just doesn't make any sense. Like, probably. what people are he talking? What people is he talking about? Like, why is he bringing this up? Um, that too. Yeah, I, the bit that really gets me here too is uh, seeing Ermes cry about it off in the distance. Oh as well, yeah, yeah. They did not seem particularly. I don't think that they've really met much at all if they even they, have well they were together um while um jolene was doing her whole max security fight club thing no she was with anasui wasn't she or no, no wait she no. was with, with okay yeah, yeah yeah okay i remember now um but yeah it's a it's another really well done death scene that's something that Araki's very good at is making yeah. you care about these characters and then when they ultimately die he makes it a very poignant moment mm-hmm. uh, he gives the characters time to grieve which i think helps it hit home even more um so i really like the way that this set of episodes ended yep i agree uh, these were really good i liked them a lot uh we're running and all now we're in the end game now um <sighs> so we're we gonna talk about what we're gonna do here yep 
So we'll be taking a detour for two weeks. And next week will be the two episodes of uh, Thus Spoke Kishibe Rohan that came out while we were away. Um, I don't have the names of those episodes written down here. I just wrote Rohan episodes on the list. Episode 57 and episode 235. (laughs) Yeah, because they're all all out of order. I don't know. If you go back to when we look, the one was up on Mitsukabe Hill was one that we watched previously. Don't remember the name of the other one. It was about a ghost or something. Yeah. Um, but the two remaining ones we'll watch, and then the week after that we will be watching the Takashi Miike directed Diamond Is Unbreakable Chapter One movie. Assuming we can find that, have you actually gone on Roku and checked to see if that was on there? I haven't. I I can find okay. it regardless, so I, I'm not too concerned about it. Well, well, you can. Yeah, I can. Hacker man over here. <laughs> All right, go to archive.org and look up. <laughs> it's, prob- it's probably there. It may very, um, may very well be. Um, yeah, I had looked it up and I saw a Roku thing that was like, "Here's where to watch it," and the way that page oh, well, is that might not out, be like on yeah. Roku then. Yeah, I don't know if that page just exists to point you to other sites it's on, or if it's like, hey, it's on Roku, and then also these no, other things. Actually, but... now I am going to look. I'm going to search on Just Watch. Uh, Diamond is Breakable Chapter 1. I bet you it's on my weirdo site for watching mm. these cartoons pirated. I bet because <laughs> it's JoJo's related, they probably have it on there. Oh yeah, it probably is. It looks like it is not streaming anywhere. It is rentable on like Apple TV and Amazon, Google Play, whatever. Mm. Um, but looks like there is no streaming option anywhere. So uh, find whatever method you want to watch that, I suppose. <laughs> I will watch it with the Pokemon channel. Professor Oak will show up and just tell me like cares about the Pokemon channel. Why do you keep talking about the Pokemon channel? Because it's hilarious. There's a bit where I watched like Psyduck's news program and Meowth was on the screen and like one of the few spoken lines is Meowth looking dead at the screen going, I'm on the scene and then Pikachu (laughs) tried to jump through the fucking TV. I thought you were going to say you loaded up Pokemon Channel, Psyduck was like giving the news, and then Meowth looked dead in the camera and predicted your exact date of death. (laughs) That would also be very good. No, there is so much weird shit in Pokemon Channel. It is actually a very funny video game. I've been having a good time with that. It is, I, look, it's the way that it goes down with Pokemon games. If it is a proper Pokemon game, I'm bored to death and I hate it. If it's any sort of weird, unconventional thing like Pokemon Snap, turns out pretty good. Is typically. this like Hey You Pikachu or something? So the whole point of the game is you watch uh, the Pokemon channel with Pikachu, and over time you build a bond with Pikachu. But the main like goals in the game is to unlock all the different channels and to do that you have to complete different tasks so like the first task is professor oak says i want you to watch this anime you have to watch all the anime then file a report with me about watching the anime that's what we do here exactly so like already i'm off to a great start in pokemon <laughs> channel i'm experienced with this yeah i know how to play the game right out there you don't need to tutorialize play me. the game um, but then you can go uh, do some shopping on Squirtle's shopping channel, and he's wearing sunglasses like the dude from Persona 3 and 4. <laughs> Tanaka. Like same, yeah, same setup with Tanaka. You watch his shopping channel and you order stuff. And so I ordered a nice binder, and the nice binder is used for you to collect nice cards. 
Pokemon like these cards because they find them nice. Nice. And it's just cards with models of Pokemon on them. And whoever designed the game did not bother to put all the Pokemon dead center in frame. So some of these fuckers, <laughs> like, I got one of Magikarp, and you just sort of see a little bit of Magikarp's face all the way at the top of the card. And then there's just a bunch of blank space underneath it. That is really nice. Yes, it is. Um, you can get a Smeargle doll that lets you pause one of the channels and then it basically takes you into like a Mario paint thing. So I got this uh, picture hung up of Meowth hanging out with the Squirrel Squad in my room. Uh-huh. It's not a bad... I'm liking Pokemon Channel. It's weird and it's funny and it's interesting and I'm enjoying it. Okay. I was... So. Yeah. I was just about to say this is... You're just like sitting there watching Videodrome at this point. Then I remembered you already sent me another Videodrome <laughs> with Pokemon Channel on it. That is like one of the first things I thought of when I started playing the game. Was like, ooh, tomorrow I need to edit the Videodrome yeah. image to just feature Pokemon. Sitting Channel. here watching Pichu Brothers or whatever it is you said, thinking, yeah. "Long live the new flesh." <laughs> Pichu Brothers is great. Because it has like a three minute long intro theme and then two minutes of footage after that. (laughs) Of course, that's the good stuff. (laughs) And then like reading about it, apparently there's like, I think three different parts. Like it's one long, it's one whole thing that they segmented into bits. And so you watch it over the course of time that you play the game. But then like the last part for some reason isn't dubbed anymore. It's just in Japanese and they don't (laughs) give you subtitles. (laughs) Great. I don't think they know just why forgot they about that. it. Possibly. Um, there's also, like, I guess you unlock Meowth's party at the end of that, that, like, GameCube tech demo thing. So you get to watch some of that, too. And it's like gameplay footage of that thing because it was intended to be, like, a playable experience at some oh, point. Boy. So it's weird that that's in there also. Uh, but I guess they just pulled any footage they could <laughs> to throw into this game. Um, Does Professor Oak ever say, Wonderful! No, but the uh, sprite for Professor Oak is just the one from Pokemon Snap. Okay, they just lifted that good. and put that into the game. Uh, so I like that a whole lot. Um, but yeah, no, after that, I don't, I don't know. Play some uh, Gran Turismo. Okay, well, whatever. Enjoy Pokemon Channel. Uh, suck it down. Whatever. We'll see you next week on Stand <laughs> and Deliver. Fuck you, you dumb bitch, stupid goddamn asshole, fuck. There's life in the ground. Smell it everywhere.